Silver right here, yeah. This is called uh, getting super high in the garage and coming up with what you can come up Literally, with. Literally, all I could hear was boom. And then just getting back on that jigsaw and bump starting into the this hole. This guy came up to me, this local guy that spoke pretty good English. He's like, some guy cut his thumb off. And I'm like, really? Like going to Freemansburg and letting off nine times. <laughs> I can guarantee you, you could go back through every ounce of footage you have, and you didn't never hear me let off at Freemansburg. <laughs> Race fans, are you ready? It's time for another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show, presented by Buell Motorcycles. And now your host, Brandon the Cowboy Krieger, Joel Faldi, and media mogul Colby Marble. Race fans, get on the edge of your seat because it is time to climb. All right, Nitro fans, welcome back to another episode of the Nitro and Mud Show. On this episode, we will recap the AMA Grand National Championships with our special guest, Todd Pensinal. As always, Nitro Mud Show is brought to you by Buell Motorcycles, JS5 Extensions, Laced Belt Company, Mueller Motorsports, Rutted Racing, Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes, Black Diamond MX, Team Peterson, and Hydro Power. All right, boys. Hey, we got her going now. We got it going over, Woo! bro. Oh, all let's go. Of, all kinds of technical difficulties here today. Cowboy just <laughs> persevering over there. Skirting tornadoes, got broken know, monitors. Like, you're just, you're just overcoming over there. Yeah, everything <laughs> went bad this week, man. We had to wait a day because tornado watch here in Pennsylvania and then go jump on the laptop and the kids broke the screen. So I had to scramble, <laughs> hook it up to the TV in the living room. So, hey, you look good in the living room, though. Yeah, good look good, on yeah. you. No, I, I kind of like doing the living room thing here. Yeah. I like this big TV, man. You guys are all like big right. and right up front here. It's awesome. Yeah. Congrats it's a nice on that you got too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> I got you. I think I you beat, beat you. me. You beat <laughs> me to it. We've been doing this too long already. Kobe beats me at every punchline. <laughs> Bet yeah, there. Yeah. Fine. I got you. All right. Bet. Got him. Damn it. That's <laughs> totally. Uh, oh hell all right boys well i guess this weekend all the amateur riders that you know around the country went to munson massachusetts for the uh grand national championships at the munson monster and we have todd pencil from u.s hill climbing was there filming and he's going to help us recap the race since none of us were able to make it hell yeah hell yes todd how you doing buddy Welcome, Todd. Sorry I dropped the ball in your intro, but maybe we could just go. He covers it like a Jimmy hat. It's Todd from U.S. Hill Climbing. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> was that good enough? Or? That's, yeah. that's your mini intro. All right. Okay. All right. Where's the yeah, t shirt? That was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Where's the t shirt? It's coming out next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, Todd, how did it go? I mean, man, first thing I got to ask, I loved your setup there. Did anybody allevi- uh, alleviate you from some U.S. hook climbing merch? How did it go? Yeah, it, it went pretty well. The All the men's shirts sold in on awesome. the first day. I was, I was kind of worried. I didn't. You know that I didn't have enough, or I had too much. I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but that that stuff right. sold really fast. I know some people were telling me they wanted something and they, they missed out because, you know, they didn't get anything on the first day and it was all already gone, but they can yeah. still, 
place an order online and you know i'll, I'll put another order in to get yeah. some more more stuff. so you didn't have enough but awesome. the good thing is is that creates a huge demand yeah yes yep that's what's up yeah I, and it I was just... it was no it was nice seeing uh at the trophy presentation it was nice seeing people from all different districts wearing the stuff and it was pretty yeah. cool because there's a that shows me there's a lot of engagement Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, well, Todd, yeah. people all across the country and the world love watching your videos and all your content and appreciate you so much, and they want to be part of it. Hell, I got my orange U.S. hill climbing shirt on to, to represent tonight as well. I mean, it just means the world to all of us that love the sport, and we want to support you, and good on you guys for getting that merch out there. And I, I, I'm just bummed I wasn't there to get another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I'm gonna wait for the. We cover it like a Jimmy Hat shirt. I'll wait for that one. I'll, I'll get that yeah. next year. Yeah, I'll, that, I got the, the next one. I'll design that one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so Munson, Massachusetts. How cool! We talked about it last week. Just so awesome and epic that they were having a hill climb there, and it was the national championship for the amateur AMA racing. And I mean, it's just awesome. We we were thinking uh, last year there might not never be races there again. So well, could you feel the excitement like? The club, the people there, there were, it was people excited just to be there racing. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. Why there was a good rider turnout, good fan turnout was that had. I'm sure that had a lot to do with it. That we almost lost that hill, and that was. I think that was the biggest turnout they've had for a national, and it filled up really quick. And then there Great. was some cancellations right at the end, but that was that was the biggest turnout they've had. Oh man, that, for that a national. that's. That's awesome to hear. It's so cool that just the support of the community and um, it just, I, I love that hill. I, I've got to race there quite a few times actually over the years. I love that hill and they've changed it a little bit over the years and I just had been hoping and sending positive vibes and hoping that the hill climb gods would come through because it's been mud fest, mud fest. What were the conditions like? Please tell me it wasn't a mud fest there. It was a total opposite. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was very very dry it was hot long days and uh friday when i got there i i went up to the top and checked the hill out and it was we were supposed to get a thunderstorm that afternoon and we never got anything so there was we didn't get any water on the hill which would have helped and i was just looking at it saying oh man this is going to be a a dry dry dusty race and there's going to be rock after rock coming out and that's what happened Oh, yeah. you've, you've raced there you know you know what it's like it just the rocks just keep coming out you yeah. get a nice you get some nice lines but there there'll be rocks in the rut and they'll kick you kick you up and right throw you sideways that's what was happening to a lot of people yeah i remember back in uh 1993 r.i.p danny mirrors he hit a piece of rebar in that hill it looked like a big shepherd's hook I remember uh, Old Red was walking around with the shepherd suck after he smoked it on the hill. That that hill will reach up and bite you, you know? Yeah, it, it will. Yeah. <laughs> it happened a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I, I know. That was the, the, la- the last year I was there. It was last year that I had the bandit, and I was going for it, trying to send it hard, and I'll be damned if I didn't hit a freaking, you know, basketball-sized rock at the lip and mess me all up or whatever. But that's just how it goes. I mean, same odds for everybody, right? Yep. Same yep. rocks for everybody. Same rocks. Same, same, same rock. rocks for everybody. Yep. <laughs> you got to miss those rocks, Joel. Yeah. So that was my question is it's kind of interesting on a hill like that. Were the fast times, were they set in the beginning then? 
or were people doing them at the end of the event or how how did it work because some of those hills you don't need to run sometimes the first runs are faster do you remember offhand if you remember that the first day was faster or second day or how that went most of the fast times were set on the first day and there okay. was a few classes that someone came back and, and set a faster time, the 600 okay. class and the open class. Okay. Those are a couple I remember. All right. So uh, it was possible, uh, but highly unlikely to go faster day two. It was day one. You wanted to get her done. Yeah. The, the, uh, the left side of the hill, uh, wasn't used very much, uh, there wasn't um it was getting getting over to that side was a uh, was tricky um at first so that okay on that there was a injury there was a pause for um a pause in the action for a little while for an injury and i was checking it out on the step up jump and i was looking at that left side i said well there, there's still there's still a, a good area here that could be used if you can, they can get over to over here and there was still some lift if somebody wanted to jump it and and uh the person i was thinking of doing that was was nick blue and i've he's done that um multiple times at munson where he he'd launch over that step up onto that next next hill and i, wow. I said he, he can get over here he can do it and he ended up doing it and i told oh. him afterwards i saw him nice. i said i was i was waiting for that <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah, I, I was saw that. At that right. I'm like, this, this, this is this is still something good here. Right, that was a big send. That that's a that's a hell of a gap to go over that step up. Yep. I gotta find this. Yep. That transition. <laughs> yeah, he's done it he before. made it. He just he had made to get it over look, to that. Yeah. He made it look pretty smooth, but that's got to be tricky, boy, to go over that like you did, and then transition onto that next face. Just total commitment. That's yep. all that is. Just. Holding it on and praying for the best so we yep. can land on the other side, you know. Yeah, wow. yep. commitment, getting that rear wheel down first, and you just you basically just land and you and you'll coast over that that next to that next breaker and you're good. Wow. You got to land just right though. Yep. Well, impressive. Well, that's hey, if you're gonna pull out all the stops, nationals is the perfect time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, is. AJ Agnes um, went on that left side too in the open class, and he took over the top time in that class too on that nice. side. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Kirk, and that was on Saturday. That was the first time he'd ever even pulled a whole shot on that bike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. To uh, on your second whole shot ever, you win the amateur nationals on it. Congratulations, AJ. That's pretty cool. Hell yeah. Yep, that's awesome. Do you have that clip on your page, Todd? Uh, Nick Blue? Yeah. Yeah, that should be on. Is that his 600 class yeah, win? Yeah, that should be. I don't get what you're talking I think I about. I up yesterday. I don't see him doing anything different than everybody else did. Most people are going over that little step up and landing on the landing flat. flat. Yeah, they're just. They're just landing on a flat he he jumped all the way onto the next hill oh, okay he's the only one that did that uh gotcha should be just a few back from the latest post no I, i'm watching it man nick i'm so yep. sorry that nitro pilot's not more impressed i was impressed <laughs> and i mean damn i mean we're talking about high standards here with nitro pilot you got to do something really I mean, cool yeah. to impress them I guess I got to see another run to be impressed. Hey, watch someone else's run across. I'm going to watch up. someone else's ride. Then I'll know. 
<laughs> Todd, another question I had was the top of that hill. Now, back in the day, I remember, and this would have been 13 or whatever it was, that yeah, very 13. last that very last ledge, there was people just kamikaze jumping that and, like, crashing balls in the lights. Was that available? Yeah. Did they change that, or was were people doing that, or what, what happened this yeah, year? Yeah, it's a little... It's a little wider, so nobody was trying to do that this okay. time. Okay, all right. A, it was a shorter landing on that year. That was thirteen. Was the first year that they broke that last hill up into a two. Okay, and uh, the landing was a little shorter, so people were jumping and they were landing right, right into the lights and yep. stopping yeah. there, but still getting a time. Right. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I and I, Nick I thought it was. Nick Blue was the one that uh, started that trend that, day, that weekend. <laughs> of course, yeah, he 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 broke he broke the front end off his uh, KTM 380 doing that. That was in him? oh man, yeah, I broke yeah. Right, right in the neck. Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Jeez, yeah, that's yep. nuts. I don't I don't like that. I thought it was too big then. I can't imagine. I, I thought it was nuts that to uh, just land a so freaking hard like that. Yeah, I man. <laughs> I saw I that. that like, I guess I'm not doing that. Yeah, man. Yeah, that I was. I did uh, notice the difference now, and I, I agree. It's it's different. Nick Blue sent it. Yes. Wow. Yeah. There you go, Nick. You got the Nitro Pilot approval. There you, you go, sent it, buddy. I don't know why everybody else wasn't doing that. I. You know what, Nick? I'm yeah, sorry. I, I. I don't know if I did. T- if I it tainted was... it, and I my peer pressure Nitro Pilot ended up making the endorsement there or not, but <laughs> we were all impressed. No, it's impressive. <laughs> There may have been people that had that same idea, but they just couldn't get there straight. They, yeah, it looked like been, it was hard you know, to get the drive to do that, and, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if that, like you said, if that lip's just degrading away and there's no lift, you're going to hit that that step-up part, and it's going to send you all crazy into that next face, you know? I see. Yeah, yeah Jason Brown that was happening a lot too. out on her. Yeah. Yep. yeah, Jason Brown was lucky to save that one. Yeah, that was a hell of a save. That, that yeah. kid is, man, he's fast. That's that's. I would have lost it for sure. Totally. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, let's uh, talk about the hill and stuff a little bit. So let's roll into some of the classes here. And want to go right down to the running order, Todd? Or you want to pick a specific class and start with? And we'll talk about some of the competitors and everybody in that class and how things went. Um, I mean, we can, we can go the order that everything ran. It was kind of okay. mixed up a little bit. Um, so I don't know if you want to, if you want to go through certain, you could do podiums or top tens or. Let's do I mean, top tens. I think that's. Well, I want to I, I, I talk about each individual class too, and things that you saw that, you know, impressed you from people in those classes, if there was anything. Because I know in a lot of the mini classes we have a lot of third and fourth generation riders in there. So oh wow, cool. So yeah, the, the first class that ran was the ATV Masters, and okay. uh, there was there was three of them. So we had uh, first place was Adrian Termine, and second was Darren Fontaine, and uh, third was Eric Wilhelm. Uh, Man, that okay. that class used to be so big. They uh, that I, that's bummer. There's only three people in that class. <clears throat> yeah, that's those ATV classes are getting smaller and smaller. Was there any of those crazy ass street bike motors in any of those ATVs, or were they all 
more factory made? Uh, the one, the guy that got second, Darren Fontaine, he had a, he had a pretty custom, like a Hayabusa bottom end and some big oh, cylinders wow. on it. It was like a 900 wow. C, 900 CC twin. Dang. Oh, wow. But he just got yeah. it, just got it going. So he was having some issues with, um, transmission and stuff like that. And, okay. But wow, it, but... it, when he, when he did come out of the hole, you could tell there was a lot of power there. You just wow. got to get that thing <laughs> dialed in. <laughs> I had to see the, the guy that won that class from Pottstown, Pennsylvania. One of you powered his quad with Yingling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Got some Yingling in the tank air instead of high test, huh? <laughs> All right. So the next uh, the next class that ran was the Micro Mini, and there was uh, 11, 11 riders in that class. Okay. And uh, 10... Tenth place was Cooper Warner from New Hampshire. Uh, ninth okay. was Warren Farnsworth from uh, Canaan, New Hampshire, also. And eighth was Braxton Hayes from New York. Seventh was Kason Chartier from PA. Okay. Uh, sixth was Charles Mickelson from New Hampshire. Fifth was Roman Nuzlilli from Munson. Yeah, yeah Roman. Uh, fourth. Oh, yeah, Roman. Yep. Fourth was Henry Kane. Nebraska. Yeah, Henry. Uh, third was Hudson Mack from Minnesota. Woo. And wow. second was Abel Dibobliss from New York. And first was Bo Beckel from Wisconsin. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah, man. Bo Beckel, huh? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he almost yeah. almost made the light. No way. Holy balls. Yeah. Man. On a micro. Yeah, mini? the light was at 350. Yeah. Light was at 350 around there, and he got 345. Damn! Wow, yeah, those great job, man! I remember watching him at Devil's Staircase last year, and yeah, he knows how to work the crowd too. He's he's a stud. <laughs> yeah, he does. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, and good job, parents, right there in the top ten. There's six different states represented in the 50 class. That is so fun to see. Yeah, awesome job, parents. And we didn't know, we all know how difficult and expensive it is to travel with families and stuff. That's Really yeah. cool in the micro mini to, to see all those states represented. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah and we'll go there. Yeah. We know no, Roman no. Roman Nuzzalilli is you know Vinny Nuzzalilli's son. Yeah, yeah. So that's second second generation hill climber, and then you get in here, Casey Chartier. It's Chris Chartier's son, uh, and he's yep. also the great grandson of Doctor Bob. Yeah. Oh wow, that's cool! Dang. So, yeah. so yeah. he would be a fourth generation hill climber there. If he Woo! Wow. Bob, his mom, his dad, and then him. So, oh, very cool. That's great. Yep. Love this. <clears throat> so that's awesome. We got so, all these, yeah. all these hill climb families represented there. Yeah. Yep. All right. So micro minis. Yep. So then, what was up after the micro minis? Uh, sixty-five class. Okay. And. Uh, t- Tenth place was Charles Mickelson from New Hampshire, and ninth was Case and Chartier from PA. Eighth was Roman Nuzzalilli from Munson. Uh, seventh was Brady Wood from New York. Sixth was Braxton Hayes from New York. Fifth was Braden Marshall from New Hampshire. Fourth was Tatum Hunt from Kentucky. Uh, third was Brantley Mayhorn from West Virginia. Second was Owen Parrish from Ohio. 
and first was Henry Kane from Nebraska. Jeez. All right. There's there's eight different states represented, and I was wrong. It was seven in the 50s. So there's eight different states in the top ten in the 65 class. That is so badass. Man, that's cool. Yeah. And there we had Rob. Rob Bredman just joined in here now. So how you doing, Rob? Good. How are you guys? Good. Good. We're just going over some of the finishes. We were talking to Todd about the the uh, uh, weekend, and we're just going to go through the classes here and do some top tens. If you got a little time, just uh, listen in for a bit. That's sure. cool. Yep. Sure. All right. So 65 class. That's pretty cool. More awesome names that we've heard, and uh, even more states represented. So what was after yeah. 65? Uh, mini senior. Okay. And uh, there was there was eight in that class. So okay. eighth place was wow. Starlin Colbert from New York. Uh, seventh was Kendra Mueller from Wisconsin. Nice. Sixth yeah. was Reese Reese Elkins from Indiana. Okay. And fifth was Domin Dominic Lindy from Massachusetts. Fourth was Dylan Buchanan from Indiana. Uh, third was Tyler Wood from New York. Second was Lucas Doublestein from Michigan. And first was Maverick Sullivan from Wisconsin. Yeah, Maverick, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's great. Wait. Wow. All right. And we so got Lucas, Lucas Doublestein there. That's another second or third generation hill climber. His dad yeah. was racing yeah, pro, I saw, pro for a while. So. The Sullivan, yeah, I, he Adam, be, I hadn't seen Adam in years. Yeah, He's going to be third generation, isn't he, Rob? Did did because his dad he'll climbed and then did his dad did um, I don't think grandpa I don't think grandpa did didn't grandpa okay I always I he always carried himself like he did so I didn't know but I, right. I wondered if he I wondered if he wasn't in old school let's just say he wanted to so we'll say two and a half generations then allegedly yeah. allegedly allegedly <laughs> <laughs> we got Rob on the allegedly yes I love it jumps right in both feet I love it. <laughs> Well, congratulations, Mini Senior Riders. That's cool. All right, so what was after Mini Senior? Uh, mini Junior. Okay. And so top 10. 10th uh, was Easton Mack from Minnesota. How many were in yeah. that class, Todd? Uh, 13. 13, great. Okay. Yep. Sorry, Easton, didn't mean to step on you there. <laughs> uh, so ninth was Braden Marshall from New Hampshire. Eighth was Henry Kane from Nebraska. Seventh was Isaac Colbert from New York. Sixth was Devin Chartier from Connecticut. That's Chris's older son. Okay. And fifth was Brantley Mayhorn from West Virginia. Fourth was Blaze Gowdy from Illinois. Third was Tatum Hunt from Kentucky. Second was Brady Wood from New York. And first was Owen Parrish from Ohio. Way to go, guys. That's cool. I like hearing these kids' names in a couple different classes. And it's so awesome yeah. for these little tykes to be able to get a couple more runs just to get more experience under their belt. And, boy, I remember back in the day only being able to run one bike. Saturday, you yeah. rode once. And, boy, the longest sleep ever was trying to sleep. Uh, Saturday night and wake up Sunday and you're 
you're excited, you're nervous, you you know had all these thoughts, and it's really cool when you can have a couple couple opportunities instead of just just one, you know. So that's yeah. cool. Think, think about back in the day, Joe. You used to have to qualify. Oh man, yeah, I never would have went to a nationals, Rob. <laughs> yeah, we had regions. Yep. How long we ago did qualify. you have to qualify? I think it ended in like uh, 83 or 84. That's what I was going to say. It was right when I first started going. Because I remember my brother and dad having to go to qualify, and I never had to. So, Yeah, you had to go to two area qualifiers. So, yeah, wow. that was really intense. I bet. I bet. Well, yeah. Well, they had to. They had freaking 60 freaking 500s and you know, 72, 175s or whatever yeah. it was. It was insane. Yeah, was, the uh, districts and the classes were a lot bigger back then too, so. Yeah. And if we were wondering why the the rules are so stringent in amateur racing, it's when you have 102 TE 175s there, eventually someone <laughs> cheats. <laughs> 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 when people figure out that you can take a 400 jug and put it on a 370, people do that stuff. <laughs> All right, Todd. So what's after uh, mini, mini junior then? Uh, they ran the 125 class. Okay. And there was 15. Great. And uh, 10th place was Lucas Doublestein from Michigan. Ninth was Tanner Cowles from Michigan. And eighth was Owen Hager from West Virginia. Seventh was Nicholas Bullrice from Massachusetts. Sixth was Wyatt LaFleur from New Hampshire. Fifth was Aiden Bender from Ohio. Fourth was Hunter Jubara from Pennsylvania. Third was Chris Chartier from Connecticut. Second was Maverick Sullivan from Wisconsin, and first was Cullen Vice from Illinois. Oh man, nice. that's awesome! I, that, that's a racer's class right there. That yeah. 125 class, I mean, damn that that is one of the most rewarding and terrifying bikes that you can ride at that when you're younger. And uh, it, it is that's what makes racers is a 125 on well, 85 for that matter as well too. But that's really cool to see 15 people in that class. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that's Cullen's second 125 national championship there, too. Okay, yeah, back cool. To back yep. too. Yeah, wow. he won last, last year, too. He won last year. Wow. Very cool. <clears throat> Something tells me that when Logan Sapala gets done racing, he's going to shed his pro his professional license. He's going to wait the two years. And at like you know, fifty-two years old, he's going to come back and race the one twenty-five class just to show, just to show people that you can do it. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. And he, and he would, and he would be, he'd be all the the eleven, twelve-year-old kids, and then a you know, six-four Logan Sapala in the class and the from the, from the pro masters. <laughs> I can already smell the protest. <laughs> yeah, <it's okay. laughs> at that time it's it'll okay. be like Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Payton's son did it or something or whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's okay to do it then because you're on the other side of the hill, so you can go back down in, in size. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So after 125, what was next? Uh, mini girls. So there was okay. three in that class. 
Okay. Um, third was Starlin Colbert from New York. Second was Kendra Mueller from Wisconsin. Okay. And first Woo-hoo. was Callie Mueller from Wisconsin. Oh, man. All right. Yeah. So that, that – it's a tense moment in that truck. If you know, <laughs> yeah. Kendra got the best of Cali at Bay City this year, and uh, I was wondering what was going to happen. So, so Cali got Kendra. So, big sister yeah. gets to talk, gets the gets to have the the big trophy for one more year. So that's awesome. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah big sister got over the hill twice. Yeah, awesome. The younger one didn't get over. Oh, Kendra, Breaking come on. There, boy. Yeah, that is bragging rights, that's for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's so fun seeing those girls, how much they love racing, and uh, I felt so bad. They were out at the Great American, and, man, they just put them on the toughest-ass hill, and it was a lot for those those kids to ride, and they toughed it out. Man, are they tough. They're, yeah. they're, they're yeah, so they are. fun to watch the fire and those girls, and they – Love dirt bikes. They love being there racing and really happy for you two to go one, two. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm still yeah. impressed with the North Dakota ride. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Callie can hold on to a bike. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. A couple yeah. times this weekend. Yeah. And she's already asking dad to ride that 990 Todd. So look, I mean, I, 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 mean, <laughs> I keep telling Kirk that 450 is plenty. Like let's just, let's let her just ride half of that 990 for a little while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So after mini girls, uh, that was, so that'd be the vintage class. And there was three in that class also. Okay. Um, third was, third was Greg Pete from Connecticut. Uh, second was Mike Nardone from Connecticut, and first was Mike Kyablick from Massachusetts. Okay, nice. Okay. Man, I mean, at some point, I'm names, just going to – Yeah, you're very good, Todd. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm at the point, Todd, where pretty soon just one of my daily riders will be vintage class, and then I might as well just come ride it because I'm getting older here. My bikes are getting older yeah, every day. I, yeah. I'd love to do that class. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> uh, all right. So after vintage, vintage after that was uh, Open Junior, which is uh, another class that the kids can ride in. You can ride a fifty up to an eighty-five in that class. Cool. It's just another okay. class that they can get some time on the hill. That's great. And yeah, hmm. yeah, we run that in New England. That's a points class in New England. I love it. Um. There was 11 in that class, and 10th okay. uh, place was Brady Wood from New York. Ninth was Devin Chartier from Connecticut. Eighth was Brantley Mayhorn from West Virginia. Seventh was Dylan Buchanan from Indiana. Sixth was Tyler O'Connell from Massachusetts. Fifth was Dominic Lindy from Massachusetts. Fourth was Tyler Wood from New York. Third was Blaze Gowdy from Illinois. Second was Owen Parrish from Ohio. And first was Lucas Doublestein from Michigan. Nice. Awesome. Man, just thinking, Todd, you know, I'm sure all of us can think back to our days as kids racing. And, uh, you know, I made some awesome rivals that ended up being some of my best friends in, in life. And, Jason Northrup from Illinois and Luke Haas from Illinois. And a lot of times we'd only raced 
against each other at nationals. And it was our one time a year. And we don't usually only have one class to race against each other. Now with these kids battling in all these classes, there's going to be some, either some end up like me, some really tight friendships that are spanned by hundreds or thousands of miles and some uh, good rivalries as well. Yeah, definitely. Yep. No, we didn't have any any situations where we had some moms or dads going at each other, did we? In these mini classes, did they did they all keep it above the belt? Was everything on the up and up? I didn't see anything. If there was, I I didn't see it. <laughs> all right, good. All right. Well, I'm just hoping that this isn't like the the hockey moms or the hockey dads. So we want we want everything to be you know smiles and high fives. You know, we don't want it, we don't want anybody getting it, taking it too personal you know, here. This is hill climb. This isn't you know. The Loretta Lynn's motocross championship where the 50 moms were complaining that they were cutting them a moto short because, you know, there was mud deeper than the motorcycles. Yeah, well, Cowboy, unfortunately, I've seen it the other way around where <laughs> they think it is Loretta Lynn's, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Todd, is Tyler O'Connell, is that Jim O'Connell's grandson? I don't, Todd, can you hear, can you hear Rob? I can't is hear Tyler, Rob, no. Oh. Okay. Is Tyler oh. O'Connell, is that Jim's grandson? Is Tyler O'Connell, is that Jim O'Connell's grandson, Todd? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Look at that, Rob. Rob's making connections all over here. Yeah. Woo. Getting it Very out. cool. All right, so after Open Junior, what was after that, Todd? Uh, Super Mini. And there were seven in that class. Wow. Uh, seventh was Kendra Mueller from Wisconsin. Sixth was Easton Mack from Minnesota. Fifth was Maverick Sullivan from Wisconsin. Fourth was Callie Mueller from Wisconsin. Third was Cameron Mack from Minnesota. Second was Dylan Buchanan from Indiana. And first was Blaze Gowdy from Illinois. Wow. wow, dang! Good I mean, pretty much all, all Midwest there, dang near. Yeah. that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. A super mini is a thing here in the Midwest, I guess. And I think that's Blaze's yep. second super mini title back to back, too. Wow! Congratulations, Blaze. That's awesome. Thank yeah, you. he was Very the cool. Rider of the Year last year. Yeah. Oh wow! Great. Okay, so after super mini, well, that was a two hundred class. Okay, and. There was 14, and uh, top 10 was. Is it so still in the 200? Is say Todd? Is it still in the 200 class? Can you still ride a 250F in the 200 class? Yes. yes. Yeah. Is that is that primarily what I haven't been to the nationals for a while? Is that primarily what that class is now? Is 250Fs, or are there still some of those KTM 200s, or God forbid, a KDX 200 in there? Uh, I don't. I don't think I saw. I think at the local. Shut up, Joel. I think the. <laughs> yeah. Man, that was I think the ride summer right of local. There, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of the local races you'll see a KDX, but there's there was a okay. couple KTM's. Yeah, there's a couple KTM 200s, and uh, but most of them are the four strokes now. Okay. All right. Yep. That makes sense. And I mean, there the technology in those two fifty Fs is ridiculous now. Yeah. Yeah, and I was gonna get to that because, uh, oh man, Charlie Angus, that on that hus the new Husky. I mean, he Oof. can ride, and that bike is moving too. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. But yeah. um, yeah. The, so top ten was uh tenth was Brandon Martin from New Hampshire. Uh, ninth was Nick Bullrice from Massachusetts. Eighth was Samantha Welch from Connecticut. She was on a KTM 200. Cool. Um, seventh was Caden Walbrink from Michigan. Uh, sixth was Cameron Mack from Minnesota, and I'm pretty sure he was on a KTM 200 also. Yeah, Cameron. Uh, Way to go. And fifth was Logan Deshays from Maine. Uh, fourth was Cullen Vice from Illinois. Uh, third was Dominic Lindy from Massachusetts. Second was Wyatt LaFleur from New Hampshire. First was Charlie Agnes from Wisconsin. Nice, Charlie. Man. Man. Solid. Yeah, I think like, you know, the 450s, the technology, it seems like they're not super invested into making them as crazy as possible from the factory. But the 250s, I mean, they are just putting everything that they possibly can to get any power out of those bikes. And I just look at like, my 16 250F to like a, a 2023, they are not the same bike just in that time span, you know. So it's um, they're the the originally when that rule was adapted, I think that it was a little bit different story, you know. But now it'll be interesting to see what fares with that class, you know. Yeah, yep, yeah. That's I don't know if they should do a, a 254 stroke and a 252 stroke class, I don't know what how to do that now, but that right. I mean that 200 class is mostly the four strokes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Nope. Well, I, I guess it's fine. It, if... Keep a 200 class. You can ride to KTM two strokes. And exactly. Yeah. I think it's fine. And yeah. Stuff, so. yeah. Yeah. No, nope. I don't think they need to add more classes, but I like that. There's still a thing or, where, or just, you know, yeah, they could, or they the, could you know, the 200 KTM 200s could ride with the 252 strokes or something. Right. Because there's so little of them. I don't know. Maybe just it's name just, it the two fifty four the two fifty F class, but you can write a two hundred two stroke or something because if that's all, if there's only a couple two hundreds in it, you might as well rename the class, but have the yeah. same rules or something like that. But whatever, it's whatever. just cool to have them mixed in. I know Colby's yep. excited. He w- he's finally getting the pink graphics back from his KDX, so he's he's happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Okay, moving on. <laughs> no comment. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, so we go 250 class next, Todd. Is, was that next or what was next? Yep. Yep, 250 class. There was 28. Okay. Wow. Um, 10th was Hunter Dolan from West Virginia. 9th was Kane Brown from Indiana. Nice, Eighth man. was Justin Conley from Pennsylvania. Uh, seventh was Brock Williamson from Pennsylvania. Sixth was Andrew Fortner from Indiana. Uh, fifth was Evan Fayok from Pennsylvania. Fourth was Artie Lane from Maine. Third was Jacob Sorensen from Massachusetts. Second was Wyatt LaFleur from New Hampshire. And first again was Charlie Agnes from Wisconsin. Nice. Damn. Was that on that Dude, same bike then? Charlie? Same bike, and he was moving. Same bike. Wow, that's impressive. Yep. Dang. Yeah, Good job, nine, Charlie. Seven yep. In the 250 class. Damn. Nine, seven. Off. Huh? Jesus. That's impressive. 
Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Man, 28 people, though, that's a class. Yeah. I just, I absolutely love you reading all the states. I just think it's so cool. And anybody that's got any question is like the passion and how far it goes out in hill climb. Like the amateur nationals pull from so many states. It's so dang cool. It's just mm-hmm. awesome. And just think of in Munson when the haters are listening, just think of all the money that came into that town for that three day or four day period or whatever. I mean, you're yeah. pulling money from Minnesota, Wisconsin, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa. I mean, yep. all over Ohio. I mean, damn, that is just cool. That's an influx of cash to that town. So very, very cool. Yep. Yeah, the campgrounds were happy. That's for sure. Oh, I bet. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And I'm sure isn't isn't the snuff cheap out there too? So that probably they probably sold a bunch no. of that. No, no it's expensive. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. You can't afford to use tobacco <laughs> products in New England. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm sure they still sold a bunch. <laughs> yeah. I know I know that usually I buy a box of Yingling. We can't get that back here, so I'm usually buying a box of that, bringing that back with me. <laughs> well, no, beer's cheap there. Right, yeah, no, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, I'm right, sure sorry. all the, like, the West Virginia boys, they brought the, they brought the snuff in for everybody and were selling oh, okay. it for everybody. All yeah. right. All right. <laughs> allegedly. 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 Yeah, allegedly. <laughs> All right, I don't mean to sidetrack us. So after 250, what's after that, Todd? <laughs> uh, I got 400 stock. Okay. And there was 12 riders. Okay. 10th uh, place was J- Jeff Jack. Nice. Iowa. Jeff, yes. One of my heroes. That's awesome. Yep. And 9th was Michael Pulver from Indiana. 8th uh, was Zach Bousquet from Massachusetts. Seventh was Dan Halliday from New York. Sixth was John Urban from Pennsylvania. Fifth was Devin Walker from Massachusetts. Fourth was Dylan Brady from Illinois. Third was Cullen Vice from Illinois. Second was Doug Belock from Pennsylvania. And first was Kenny Miltowski from Massachusetts. Nice. Cool. Some cool names in that class, the old yeah. 400 stock. Yep. I'm sure Jeff Jack probably hit the horn on the way up. He likes to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put a blinker on or two. <laughs> well, All right. Ride a road legal bike in that class? Or I don't know if it's a 400 stock, but he has, well, Jeff's got like a dozen bikes, and it's whichever one he wants to pull out of the barn, but he's got like a, I don't know if he's got like a 690. And he's got, he's got, he does dual sports and Jeff's about one of the coolest dudes you've ever met. I mean, that guy loves bikes. He is, well, when, he's been he got two everywhere. First names, that's a cool, you're a cool yeah. dude. Yeah. No, he, he's from yeah, Iowa. He, he's been involved in hill climbing ever since I can remember. He raced with Rob. He raced with me. He's just a wonderful man. He's helped a lot of people in the sport. He's a, a good guy to know. And generally, if you see a huddle of dirt bikes together, you look left or right, you're probably going to see Jeff Jack. He just he can smell him out of the woods. It's crazy. It's pretty neat. He's, he's yeah, 60, you, you can't 60. mistake his bikes either. He's got the big, the, the wide knobby tire in the front. Yep, he yeah. puts a rear tire on the front, cowboy. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I believe he's like you 67 say? years old now. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Never quit, Jeff. Keep on going, buddy. It's awesome to hear it reading your name. So, All right. Yeah. So after 400 stock, Todd? 
we got uh, ATV 450, and there were six riders in that class. Okay. Uh, sixth was Eric Wilhelm from New York. Uh, fifth was Adrian Termine from Pennsylvania. Fourth was Rick Dar Jr. from Pennsylvania. Third was Jesse Dar from Pennsylvania. Uh, second was Todd Bear from Pennsylvania. And first was Charles Runyon from West Virginia. Cool. All right. Now, we know that I'm, you know, not a four-wheeler guy, but uh, yeah. how many new place, new people even make a 450 factory four-wheeler anymore? Does, uh, does Yamaha. Yamaha make one? Is that Are they the only ones? No, nah, I think Honda's still making one. Oh, I wonder. I, I have be. no idea. I, I mean, man, when I'm just out of high school, oh, there was they were everywhere. I mean, I, it was crazy how many uh, race quads you'd see all over, and now I never see them. It's crazy. I it's just funny how it yeah. just fell out of favor. And I mean, there I follow a Chad Weenan who's from Illinois and from the town where the old fellows grew up, and he is he's the the Ricky Carmichael of ATV motocross. The guy is unbelievable, and I just wonder how many actually sell or if they're have, you I know, think it's, it's still a good bit that's selling. Yamaha and Honda make one. KTM had one out for a little bit. Right. About the only ones I ever think that the market is, is like the Midnight Boys in the ghetto where they're out driving around <laughs> yeah. doing wheelies. That's about the only time I ever see new ones is when they're riding wheelies through those cities or whatever. Yeah. All right. No. Nope. <clears throat> okay. Just curious. All right. So after ATV 450. We got the 450 class. Okay. That was and a big one. There were 55. Wow. Dang. Here we go. Yep. You did something so, to get top 10 here then. Yeah. Uh, 10th place was Brett Rigel from Pennsylvania. Ninth was Brock Williamson from Pennsylvania. Eighth was Justin Conley, also from Pennsylvania. Seventh was Wyatt LaFleur from New Hampshire. Sixth was Anthony Agnes from Wisconsin. Fifth was Doug Belock from Pennsylvania. Fourth was James Green from Massachusetts. Third was Steve Kane from Nebraska. Second was Nick Blue from Massachusetts. And first was Chris Chartier Jr. from Connecticut. Wow, that's awesome. Dang, that's and some fast guys out there. He, yeah, Chris also had the fastest time of the event. From that class? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Saturday wow. That eight was the fastest time turned all weekend. Jeez. Yep. The wow. 450 class. That's nuts. Do you know whose bike he was riding? He was riding no. JFK's bike, wasn't he? JFK's bike. Yeah. Serious. That was his bike, huh? Yeah. Okay. I had heard that, that Kester's had built his bike, but that was actually John's bike that he was riding? Yeah, he blew I guess he blew it up in uh, New York. Chris did. Blew his own okay. bike up. Okay. And Gordy had it, and they couldn't get it figured out what was wrong. So Gordy said, well, take the Honda. Wow, um, that was generous. So, wow. Dang. Yeah. That's very generous of them guys. Dang. That's just, damn, I love this racing community. That's, uh, yeah. that's a hell of an ask to take, uh, take someone's bike like that. That's cool, man. So do we want to get into the controversy there, Todd, on, on that win there in that fast time or what? 
Uh, I don't know. Since <laughs> <laughs> you were there and you witnessed it, so <laughs> was that the four was that the four stroke class or was that four fifty class? Was the that, one I just read off was so four, that four fifty, okay. but okay. Chris Chris Howell saw one four stroke. Okay, all right. Well, we can go through all the finishes and we can talk more about more happenings that went down okay. there. So what else? What after? What was after the four fifty? And congratulations to all the four fifty top ten. That is. That's a huge accomplishment to be top 10 out of 55 out of those names. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it is. That's a lot of, a lot of guys in there to get top 10. You were doing something. Hell yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the, the next class was a uh, veterans 50 plus. Oh, here we go. And, Let's go. And there were, there were 16. Oh, I love that. Wow. Let's go. This is, yeah. That's my, great. These are my people here, Todd. Let's go. <laughs> well, yeah, i'm almost there i got you're, you're, i got five more years <laughs> i'm close man i'm very close i i'm one more year and then i gotta i gotta lay off to make to go back for 50 plus so <laughs> um top 10 was uh doug douglas schaefer from pennsylvania was 10th ninth was guy bacon from massachusetts uh, eighth was keith williamson from pennsylvania Seventh was David Blue from Massachusetts. Sixth was Dan Cusick from Pennsylvania. Fifth was Mike Pulver from Indiana. Fourth was John Carbon from Massachusetts. Nice. Third was Mike Farnsworth from New Hampshire. Second was Dan Halliday from New York. And first was Mike Bullrice from Massachusetts. Yeah, I, I, I saw that right on your site, Todd, and that was he was he was going. I mean, that that did not yep. look like a fifty-plus ride. That that one, congratulations, bud. That was that was a ride. Yep. Nice. Right. I was waiting for somebody in there that I knew because I just wanted to be like, hey, objects in your mirror are closer than they appear. Look out, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after 50-plus. Uh, that's the women's class. Okay. And there were 11. Yes! That's awesome! So 10th place was Zoe Fowler from Kentucky. Hell uh, yeah, Justin's little sister. Great! So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I was talking to Justin. Uh, I said she's a pretty good rider, and he, was like, and he said Bay City was her first hill climb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yep, she's pretty good. She's getting a trophy already. Congratulations, Zoe. That's great. Good job. Hell yeah. And uh, ninth place was Starlin Colbert from New York. Eighth was Christina Bullock from Massachusetts. Seventh was Mia Lewis from Maine. Sixth was Callie Mueller from Wisconsin. Fifth was Molly Alexander from Massachusetts. Fourth was Samantha Welch from Connecticut. Third was Shandell Bacon from Massachusetts. Second was Nicole O'Donnell from Massachusetts. And first was Abigail Lindy from Massachusetts. Wow. That's great. Love all those women racing. That's so cool. We need even more. Let's let's get 20 in that class next year. That's so fun. That is great. The one that surprised me in that class? I don't know if the address was correct, but the the lady that got 11th place was from Sierra Vista, Arizona. 
That's great. Oh, cool. Very cool. That is great. Crazy. That's really cool. Great. Good job. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I I just feel like in our sport there there's so so much potential because I see so many very talented ladies that could just it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl they can they in a motorcycle you can just make it your own and I think that there's a huge potential there for somebody to really to really push our sport even higher by showing what's possible boy or girl on a dirt bike and I mean we see super talented girls in motocross and trials and uh, single track and I, I just know that hill climb it's just ready and waiting for someone just to even push it higher than it is right now. So let's get that women's class just blown up. That's cool. I agree. Oh, yeah. All right. So after the women's class, Todd? We got 750 class, and there okay. were six. So okay. sixth place was Greg Pete from Connecticut. Fifth was Jeff Jack from Iowa. Ooh. Fourth. Fourth was Joe Thompson from New York. Third was Ethan Dibelbliss from New York. Okay. Second was Caden Caden Walbrink from Michigan. And first was Joel Naples from Maine. Awesome. Okay, Todd. This I'm right here. For people that can't see, I got both fingers crossed. Please tell me there was some Kawasaki H two just naughty triples in that class. Nope. Zero. No! No! Oh, that's just a dagger in my heart. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, that kills me. Oh, man. I mean, I know they're hard to keep running, but, man, that that, that motor's hill climbing right there. That that bums me out. Oh, Oh, yeah. Dang it. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah, my, my dad... My dad had a fast one. He he was a, it was a big bore. He r- raced it in the open class, and then okay. he started building one for me. I was gonna have another one, have a big bore triple for the open class, but we never finished it. All right, okay. So I'm yeah, calling. Yeah, we I'm love calling, those things. I'm calling out Lloyd Haas and Jason Northrup. You guys, let's go 50 plus in a couple years here. Let's get those triples <laughs> back to nationals. Let's get the fans what they want. Who doesn't yeah. love a triple hole shot, right? I mean, there's That's no better right. hole shot. Yep. Than racing, than a triple hole shot. Dang it. Yeah, let's get Randy Gillette back out there. Oh, come on, Randy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go, dude. Uh, or what was the Knutson? Uh, was it was it Randy Knutson as well? Do you remember, yeah. Rob? Ra- yeah. Randy Knutson? That, 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 he used Actually, to take it, He used to take the yeah. bike out of his street bike and put it in the hill climb chassis, yep. race it, put it back in, and take what? it to work on Monday. Yep. Well, he was from yeah. Wisconsin, too. That's yeah, a dedication right there. That, he's a dedicated guy. Yeah, that definitely yeah. sounds like something that would happen in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> proud, proud he's from Wisconsin. So yeah. Randy Gillette won at Munson. On oh, that's yeah. right. Yep, yep. that's yep. right. Randy won yep. out there. Dang. <laughs> Good Lord. Okay, so we must need some four strokes or two strokes yet, Todd. What's next? Two stroke class. Next is the two, two stroke class. Yep. Okay. And there were 20. Okay. So, 10th place was Ethan Dibelbliss from New York. Ninth was Charlie Freer from Pennsylvania. Eighth was Jake Sorensen from Massachusetts. Seventh was Kane Brown from Indiana. Yeah, Kane. Sixth was John Urban from Pennsylvania. 
Fifth was Thor Rick from Illinois. Fourth was Danny Connolly from Massachusetts. Third was Jeff Fiock from Pennsylvania. Second was Nick Blue from Massachusetts. And first was Ryan Tebow from Rhode Island. Nice. Yeah, Ryan. <clears throat> All right. But Tebow, I've heard that name for quite a while. They've got to be a couple yeah. generations then, aren't they? Not only Ryan's the only one that actually ran nope. climbing. Really? I swear yep. that name sounds so familiar, though. Well, he, well, Ryan rode pro for a couple of years and then went drag racing and came back to hill climbing yep. or in the amateur stuff. So, okay. Him and Nate, yeah, his dad, his dad did drag yeah. racing. Okay. Uh, all right. So that takes us up what four stroke class, right? Uh, open. Open. Oh, okay. Open was next. And there were only nine. So we had uh, ninth place was Nick Farnsworth from New Hampshire. Eighth was Ethan Divelbliss from New York. Seventh was Steve Kane from Nebraska. Yeah, Steve. Sixth oh, was oh, Justin Lindy from Massachusetts. Fifth was John Mumper from Massachusetts. Fourth was Zach Bousquet from Massachusetts. Third was Chris Chartier from Connecticut. Second was James Green from Massachusetts. And first, first was A.J. Agnes from Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. uh, first time ever in open class. Yeah. Man, what a bummer, only nine open bikes. I mean, I know that's never a real huge class, but that's such a bummer. Like, that's our that's our whole life is open class. I mean, Todd Tyler yeah. said it yeah. best. Once, once you've rode open class, everything else is foreplay. And I, I can never agree more with the statement than that. I mean, we need more open bikes. Yeah, you just want to see more. Yeah. Yeah. You want to. Talking with Heavy Wrenching, and he's looking to build more. So, I mean, dang, I mean, it's hard to find people to build stuff. If you're looking to have an open bike, I would definitely reach out to Kevin. He is one hell of an awesome guy, and uh, what a great spot to have your bike built. I mean, dang, he's pumped out those two 890s, and now he's got a couple other ones going right now. It's like. Get an open bike. Your life gets better. Life gets better with an open bike, everybody. <laughs> Foreplay. Yeah, it's good. All right, so then what's next, Todd? Next is four-stroke class. Okay, is this the last and class? No. No? No. There were, oh, uh, nope. There's like okay, 20 sorry. more, Joel. I'm yeah. sorry. I, that, uh, <laughs> I There's a few more. Okay, geez. All right, sorry. <laughs> There's uh so this four stroke class had forty five. Wow. And tenth place was Brian Rusnak from Pennsylvania. All right. Ninth was Justin Williamson from Pennsylvania. Eighth was Brennan Rigel from Pennsylvania. Seventh was Artie Lane from Maine. Sixth was Nick Blue from Massachusetts. Fifth was James Green from Massachusetts. Fourth was Brock Williamson from Pennsylvania. Third was Brett Rigel from Pennsylvania. Second was Doug Belock from Pennsylvania. And first was Chris Chartier Jr. from Connecticut. Wow. Dang. Was this was this one of the biggest and that was classes? another Yeah, second biggest one. Okay. Wow. And this was another um this was another second run 
that someone took over. Chris won on the second run. Wow, I think there was, I there saw was only a few classes. I was creeping somebody else in. I think he crashed on the first run, didn't he? If I remember right, I remember seeing. Yeah, yes. I think he crashed on the first run, and then that's that's a comeback. I mean, talk about sweating balls yep. there. Crash yeah. on your first run, and you got a freaking you got to lay one out. Lay it. <laughs> Nobody else is going fast, and you just got to smoke one. <laughs> there was a, there was a lot of good riders yeah. that yeah. that ate it, especially on the second day. Wow, that sucks. You're going for it, though. You got to go for it. I don't know if I ever made two runs on the Nationals. I usually threw one away for sure. So, <laughs> not, I'm not Mr. Consistency. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I just that's kind of a bummer that there's 22 strokes and 45 four strokes, you know. But I guess that's just that's what they're making, right? So that's what they're making. Yeah. Yep. And at four stroke class, just the repeat of the 450 class most times. So great. Yep. Yep, and I'm a two-stroke guy, so I don't like seeing that. No, I, mean, <laughs> I think there's been a you know a fair good resurgence, though. It'd be interesting to see what time brings us. But yeah. Okay, we, you already broke my heart with the triples. If you tell me the next class is electric, I might just sign off. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> okay. No, no triples, and now we're gonna go. Now everybody's no. racing Starks on this one, so I, I'm out. <laughs> I don't think we'll ever get an E class in hill climbing. So. Uh, I, we might have to. Yeah. I don't know. We got hill climbs in California. Yeah. That might be the only option here in a little bit. <clears throat> okay, so what's next, Todd, after four stroke? Uh, 600 class. Oh, how could I forget the 600 class? I've, I'm an idiot. Sorry. Yeah. We got, open, we got open stock. I forgot. I'm sorry. Okay. We got the Masters um, yet, too. So. So th- yeah. Oh, um, yeah, 600 was 28 riders. Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. And 10th was Brett Rigel from Pennsylvania. 9th was Kane Brown from Indiana. 8th was Jeff Fiok from Pennsylvania. 7th was Jake Sorensen from Massachusetts. 6th was Thor Rick from Illinois. 5th was AJ Agnes from Wisconsin. Fourth was Andrew Fortner from Indiana. Third was Ryan Tebow from Rhode Island. Second was Jason Braun from Minnesota. And first was Nick Blue from Massachusetts. Dang. Damn. I mean, all those guys, congratulations. But, I mean, when I see Thor Rick in sixth, and I believe that's who's got Kirk's 500 is Thor. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that thing is Damn, is that bike fast? And then AJ in fifth. There's people putting heaters down in that class. I mean, if those guys are battling for top fives, I mean, holy crap! There must have been some smoke getting thrown in that 600 class. Yeah. What uh, now, Todd? You're a 500 guy. What? And I'm putting you on the spot here. But what was the cleanest 500 there that you saw? Uh. Well, Tebow's is really nice. Okay, all right. Yeah, his. I mean, there. AJ's is nice too, and uh, yeah. you know, Thor Ricks. Yep. Um, because I mean, Sorensen Tebow built Jake Sorensen's. There, there's a okay. lot of nice ones, and then Those, I like I like bronze too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I I just yeah, think like got a I, I mean, yeah. I I don't I don't have the love for that bike, but I appreciate 
when these people reframe these bikes so beautifully, like, I mean, they're, it's like everybody's a service Honda dealer. It seems like, or something. It's crazy. I just love, like we, yep. we can have our own bike show and hill climbing just out of this class. Cause the bikes are just cool as hell. Yeah. And then they're just rocket ships. I mean, damn, yeah. they're just, yeah. they've, they've figured them out how to make them so fast. And uh, it, it's really, that's yeah. really a fun, fun class to sit there and drool over. Yeah, AJ's logo is yeah, right at the showroom floor. I mean, it is, you know, yeah, that one's nice stock and right. Yeah. yeah. That's and what I like about AJ is it's like a brand new 96 CR 500, <laughs> yeah. whatever year but, it is. But isn't that and, the one that's got like $10,000 wheels? Are those the purple wheels on that one? Sure. I think he's got like purple know. hubs and everything. I mean, it's just sick. Things just it's things sick. just dripping. It's just. But dripping. I also like what I don't know about the other ones, but Jason Brown's reframed one, the KX. That thing is freaking amazing too. Yeah, I like his because I I have a KX, so I'm partial to those, and his is so nice. Mine, right. mine still got a steel frame that DW7 re- revamped for me in in 04, so it looks like a, a 03 to 07 KX 250, but it's still cool. steel frame and it's got an aluminum tank. Right on. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Right sick break. Sick break, Todd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like I like bronze. Bronze yeah, bike is really nice. It's sick. that's cool. Yeah. But I mean, I just love like our sport. Like that bike is so iconic. That motor, that platform, and maybe it's just my Instagram reels, but I. I don't go a day where I don't see some dirty aluminum frame 500 or something. Just blow your mind away about how cool they are. And a lot of times they're Oakland bikes. And it's just really cool to, uh, that we keep that motor a thing because it is. I mean, it's really cool. And I love, like, what people do with them. I know I've heard, you know, like, Logan's trying to redo his, and he's going to put it in a KTM chassis. And it's just, like, you can go all different directions, but that platform is there. And with those CPI pipes and all the stuff they do to them, they are just ridiculous what they get out yeah. of those bikes. It's so cool. Yeah. All right. There's, sidetrack. There's a, I, I, uh, go ahead. There's right. a new era brewing too, Joel. You okay. Know, everybody yeah. used to be from Ellsworth, Wisconsin. Yeah. Every Johnstown, Pennsylvania in the 600 class had seven people representing. Let's go Johnstown. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is, is there a cheese connection? Do they have a creamery in, in Johnstown? Is that what it is? Is there a creamery? Is it is it a cheese thing? No, they, they got a tiger strength in Johnstown. That's what they got. Ah, okay. All right. All right. Okay. That'll work too. <laughs> all right. So after 600, Todd? Uh, that was the open stock, and there were 10 okay. in that class. Okay. So 10th place was Jeff Jack from Iowa. Nice, Jeff. Yep. Ninth was Aaron Fiok from Pennsylvania. Eighth was Rob Wyman from New Hampshire. Seventh was Charles Mickelson from New Hampshire. Sixth was Andrew Little from New Hampshire. Fifth was Johnny Asselin from New Hampshire. Fourth was Justin Williamson from Pennsylvania. Third was Brennan Rigel from Pennsylvania. Second was Charlie Freer from Pennsylvania. And first was Ryan Tebow from Rhode Island. Nice. Hmm. Rhode Island is a state, right? Was that, did I, I didn't do good in geography. That is, that is a state. Right? Yeah. Barely a state. It's, a, it's about the size well, of it. Yeah. You the know, reason I question it is like on Family Guy, aren't they from Rhode Island? And I didn't know if it was like yeah. a joke. So that's where I was like, did I, I, I've hit my head a couple times. I'm just making no, sure. It's, okay. It's state. It's about the size of Minneapolis. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. 
I, I mean, I've never been driving and seen a Rhode Island plate, so that's where I'm just curious if it was if I'd lost my mind or what. But all right, just making sure. <laughs> Dang, I, can we, Cowboy? Can we edit? Can we edit that out? My parents are gonna be so disappointed in me that I didn't, <laughs> I didn't try it all at school. <laughs> I think they know by now, Joel. They, they probably know. know yeah, I, I, there's no fooling them anymore. Gotcha. Watch this, Colby Lefferman. Colby is Rhode Island a state? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I saw <laughs> you knew that was a 50 50. You just you just you, you rolled the dice on that one. <laughs> All right, never mind. Moving on, Todd. Let's just leave Colby confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next class was the master's class. There you go, Joel. Masters. Here we go. Let, these are these yeah. these are my peeps. These these yes, this is. They are. Yeah. I mean, I see what they how they do this. They the, the cream rises to the top. Here we are. <laughs> and I I just told uh, I just made a comment to Jason Braun. I said I got to get in on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was uh, twenty six in that class. Great. That's awesome. That, yeah, that is. Um, top ten. Uh, Tenth place was Chad Mack from Minnesota. Great. And ninth was Eric Dolan from West Virginia. Eighth was Justin Lindy from Massachusetts. Seventh was Tom Brown from Indiana. Sixth was Chris Brown from Indiana. Fifth was Lee Rigel from Pennsylvania. Fourth was John Urban from Pennsylvania. Third was Steve Kane from Nebraska. Second was Mike Bullrice from Massachusetts. And first was Jason Braun from Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Good job, bud. That must have been a misprint. There's no way Steve is 40. That is a misprint. Impossible. <laughs> he's like he's like 27. I mean, I, I, there's that, that's, I can't even be right. I mean, come on now. Enough with this. We know Jim O'Connell checked those birth certificates. He's okay. Chat. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm calling Steve out. Dang it! I I can't believe that him and I could be in the same class. I must be like a I must be like fifty seven instead of forty seven or something. I don't know. Could guy, be. Guy, guy looks if, like he's twenty six years old. But if Todd can't hear me, how old is Jim Hunter? Ask him that one. How, how old is Jim Hunter, Todd? Jim Hunter, uh, I think he's sixty. He's been around a long time too. 60, yeah. 61. Cool. Still riding, Rob? Yeah, he was in yep. two classes. That's great. All right, Masters I, I, and vets. That's great. That's awesome. All right, Todd, what else? The last class was ATV Open. Okay, all right. And there, there were seven. Wow, that's the biggest ATV so, class we got. Yeah. yeah. So seventh place was Darren Fontaine from Massachusetts. Sixth was Eric Wilhelm from New York. Fifth was Todd Bear from Pennsylvania. Fourth was Jesse Darr from Pennsylvania. Third was Adrian Termine from Pennsylvania. Second was Rick Darr Jr. from Pennsylvania. And first was Charles Runyon from West Virginia. That's great. Yeah. I just was trying to write down as we went, and I don't have the paperwork that you have, Todd, but I, I came up with 24 classes, and for the uh, AMA Amateur Nationals, I think that's awesome, you know? And yeah. I 
I really love that if there's something that you want to specialize in or something you want to pilot yourself on for the amateur nationals, I love that there's 24 classes. Now, I don't want Rob to introduce 21 more classes to the American Hill Climb <laughs> series. And I think that they all have their place. But I absolutely love it. I mean, nationals to me, it's such a just when we started talking about this the other day about you coming on and reviewing it, there's just so many damn awesome memories with me and my brother and my family and just friends and everything. And nationals was just, it was a highlight of every year was going to nationals. We talked about it. We, this is before we had social media. I mean, it was everything. And to see all these states, states that you're reading off Todd, all these families that had the opportunity to make those memories, to travel with their kids, to have the road trip, to have the damn trailer tire blow up in the middle of the night in Elkhart, Indiana, and you got to change shit. You know, that's adventures. That's what we live for. Those are the things we remember. And good job to all you moms and dads, uh, husband and wives, and everybody for just making this happen, getting everybody there and racing. And congratulations to all the competitors. I'm so proud of all of you for doing it. And it's just awesome that we have 24 new champions uh, that to get to celebrate and have all these memories. It's just cool as hell. Yeah. yeah. Well said. Hmm. All right. Um, so we got, we got the list there and stuff. So we want let Rob give our provisional riders here. For I, I wonder, provisionals. should we do commercials quick, Cowboy, and see if these guys can hold on and then come back and do provisionals? Do you have a few sure. minutes, Rob? Could you hang on? Sure. Because we should yep. probably hit com- hit the commercials really quick. I got to use the can. That's really why I want to hit the commercials. Oh, okay. That's all about me. I'm sorry. I got dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I had too many waters today. Look at me. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we'll hit a commercial break. And then, Todd, you can stick around if you want or you can head out if you want. It's up to you, bud. Yeah, I can I can stick around. Yes. All okay, right. cool. All right. Good. All right, all right guys. Man, we'll be right I- back after this commercial break. Hey Nitro and Mud listeners, Nitro Pilot here to talk to you about our title sponsor, Buell Motorcycles. Founded in 1983 by motorcycle racing legend Eric Buell, Buell Motorcycles are known for their innovative designs and cutting edge technology. So whether you're hitting the open road or tearing up a hill, Buell has a bike for you. One of the standout features of Buell Motorcycles is their use of the ETV2 1190 engine, a high performance V-twin engine developed in-house by Buell. This engine provides plenty of power and torque, making Buell a blast to ride. In addition to their impressive engines, Buell Motorcycles also boast agile handling and advanced suspension systems, allowing for precise and confident cornering. So if you're in the market for a motorcycle that combines style, performance, and innovation, check out BuellMotorcycles.com and pre-order your all-new American-made Buell Motorcycle today. Buell is back! The JS5 extensions are strong enough for any racer on any bike. With their custom snail adjusters and sliding one-piece chain guide, making changes is now a breeze. Even though these are the best looking extensions in the industry, JS5 also gives you the option of engraving your number or logo on the side of each extension at no additional charge. Trusted by champions and built by a champion. Hey Nitro and Mud fans, my name is Jay Salstrom and I approve this message. 
so excited to talk to you about Golden Eagle Log and Timber Homes. I'm proud to have grown up racing with the owners, the Parmeter family, and this family are experts on luxury log and timber homes. Their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com, is the one-stop shop for all of your luxury log and timber home needs. They have built homes in 49 states and across Canada. They offer a range of packages from the one-stop shopping to shell to a one-of-a-kind package. Go support a family that supports racing. Please go to their website, GoldenEagleLogHomes.com. What's up, Hill Climb family? Owner and operator of Lace Belt Company, Joseph Allnett here. We are so stoked to be a supporting sponsor of the Nitro and Mud Show again this year. For those of you new to Laced, we are an action sports-based company that supports athletes across the country. We offer premium lace belts and high-quality streetwear apparel for athletes who want to look good on and off the track. Tested and worn daily by action sports athletes, our lace belt is the most versatile, simple, and effective shoelace belt on the market. With over 30 different colorways and our large selection of high-quality apparel, you'll be sure to find what you're looking for. For you listeners only, we are offering 15% off our entire site using the code NITRO. That again is NITRO for 15% off your order on lacebelt.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at lacedbelt.co. Hey, race fans, the old 31 here, and I'm here to talk to you about, hey, how do you perform at your very best? I'll tell you one way to start in our discipline, that's having the best equipment. I feel like I have the best equipment. That's due to one person, Kirk Mueller. Kirk at Mueller Motorsports is a wizard. He can dyno tune any make, any size bike on his dyno, and he can get the absolute most out of all your performance parts. Hey, just ask this top performer. Hey, Nitro fans, Logan Sapala here. Get off Wish.com and find yourself a real race shop to get you on the top step of the podium. Mueller Motorsports is your one-stop shop for engine builds, suspension, and dyno tuning. I only run products and services I can trust when traveling coast to coast, striving for perfection, chasing championships. If you want the same, find Kirk on Instagram or on the web at KirkMuller49 or MuellerMotorsports.net and leave the other guys for fourth beer pinned. If you're looking for entirely unique, made-to-order, one-of-a-kind graphics for your dirt bike, snowmobile, or rocket ship, look no further than Black Diamond MX. Have you ever heard, if you look good, you ride good? Well, here at Black Diamond MX, that's our motto, and we are the one-stop shop for all your look-good needs. From apparel, moto graphics, or jersey prints, we've got you covered. And for Nitro and Mud listeners only, we are offering 15% off your order at BlackDiamondMX.com using discount code NitroMud15 when you check out. That's NitroMud15 for 15% off at BlackDiamondMX.com. Look good, ride good. Hey everyone, it's Garrett, founder of Hydropower. So the demands for endurance athletes are quite high. By testing many other products, I came short for an answer that checks all the boxes. We need something that hydrates us efficiently and energizes throughout intense training and racing. That is where I consulted with Eleni Jorgensen, a professional cross-country mountain biker, registered dietitian, and sports nutritionist to help formulate Hydropower. Using the latest in sports nutrition research, as well as our combined expertise in endurance training, we came up with Hydropower. Hydropower is now the premier endurance supplement on the market the optimum amount of carbs, sugars, electrolytes, and vitamins to fuel and hydrate to perform your best. Our goal is to give the athletes access to industry-leading formulas 
push them further and to get a leg up against competition. We have a special discount for you listening to Nitro Mud. Go to drinkhydropower.com and use code NITRO15 for 15% off everything on our store. DW7, what do you think? Oh, yeah! yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, that rutted sweatshirt that I put on my Insta story, go get one while you can. Them sun bitches are comfy. I mean, they oh, yeah? they, they nail it on their personal gear. It, it's so cool. And their shorts, they have a like a lightweight uh, short. It's really comfortable to wear. I wear it all the time. So get on Rutted site, ruttedracing.com, and go look at it. The, it's all blacked out. The hoodie's sick. I mean, I love zip-up hoodies, so go get it while you can. Sweet. And what up with that laced hat, dude? I haven't seen that color yet. What, this this one Cowboy. here, I think it's special just for me for apology. Uh, it looks good on you, dude. I, that I, thing is sweet. You know, it's yeah. apology. Joseph is apologizing again for roosting me at Bay City twice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told him it's not that big of a deal. Like he's just <laughs> he was just so upset about it. <laughs> is it what orange? A it's red. It's is it red? Orange and Kundi. It's like red. <laughs> Dude, that's like nice Cowboy, I've played out, tried to run you over, and I've never given you anything. And yeah, uh, jo- <laughs> Joseph, Joseph just just burns you a couple times. So yeah, that's awesome. What a guy. Good job, Joseph. Oh that, yeah, that's cool. Well, well, all right, guys. Owe me some swag if that's the yeah. case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, that, if that's a payback for getting roosted, everybody owes Colby some gear. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, uh, a hopeful, a hopeful sponsor at some point. Uh, Arsenal Customs, Dan at Arsenal Customs, really cool. Yeah, yeah. Couple people, couple people reached out about my pit shirts. I got him a hold of Dan, and um, he's super excited to get more done. He loves the ra- racing atmosphere, and dude, they, they, he killed it on my shirts and my sweatshirts. Yeah, I absolutely love awesome. him, and um, he's he, he, he it's top quality, and uh, I thought it was very reasonable. So please, if you want to get a hold of him, I got all his info. But if you look on Instagram, it's Arsenal Customs, and I got his phone number. And uh, now's the time because he's a professional fisherman. So I think I think yeah. from now on, it kind of gets a little slower for him. Um, so please, uh, he, he's a great guy, and we love to help you. But Rob is—I mean, we're past Rob's bedtime here, and yeah. we are really, really excited because now after Todd had give us some of the finishes, this is this is like Christmas morning. Now we get to find out who made their provisional license and. Um, Rob, do you want to kind of do the honors here and tell us how, what classes are, are eligible to get your provisional license and what you got to do to get one and then what you can do once you have it? Would you mind doing that? Sure. But before we get to that, uh, I want to reach out to all the 50 class riders. Um, this yep. year at the Devil Staircase, we will be doing that again. So the top 10 from actually there's only 11 so i'm going to talk to kevin looney and see if he'll get 11 trophies there kevin was so jacked up on this whole deal he's going to get these kids he's going to get these kids number plates this year he's going to get trophies this year awesome awesome sick yeah i mean Uh, the new stasic bicycle for first place yes um i'm going to reach out to uh jay and see if we can get the fxr hook up again i would i'd I did reach out to your your gear sponsor, Joel, but they yeah. don't make kids stuff anymore. No, 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 they don't have kids stuff. Dang it! Otherwise, I'm sure he'd be all about it. So, um, with well, what, the 50 class, 
what doesn't the Dayton Motorcycle Club just hit out of the freaking park? And of course, when they when they ask fifties to come, it's going to be everybody's favorite moment. Great job, Dayton Motorcycle Club. It was mm-hmm. epic last year. Yeah, it was. That was well, awesome. I was I was talking to George Lonelbach. George used to be on the Doctor Bob team. His grandson now yeah, is uh, Casein Casein Chartier is riding, yeah. and he wasn't going to say anything about the staircase. You know, if if you do good, you can go to the staircase. The kids were already talking about it, is what he said. Everybody <laughs> wanted to get to the staircase. <laughs> so, That's awesome. That's the new benchmark. That's cool. So That's cool. In 10th pl- place, we have uh, Cooper Warner from New Hampshire. We have Warren Fonsworth from New Hampshire. We have uh, Braxton Hayes from New York. We have Cason Chartier from Pennsylvania. We have Charles Mickelson from New Hampshire, Roman Nizzalilli from Massachusetts. Yeah, they know the roads to Devil's Staircase. Yeah. Henry Henry Kane from Nebraska, Hudson Mack from Minnesota, Uh, Abel Devil Bliss from New York, and our last year's champion is coming back as the national champion this year is Bo Beckel from Wisconsin. So, Very cool. And just it'll be the same last year for this. There'll be no entry fee. Um, the parents get through the gate for free. So basically, it, yeah, it's the cost of getting there, but it costs them nothing to come and ride, nothing for the parents to get in, and they're cool. they're treated like royalty when they're there. So yeah, awesome. and Rob, I'll extend it again. I know it didn't work out for people last year, but if someone's in my area and they they don't they can't get the bike out, I'd be happy to take the bike out. I don't have room for people. But I can haul the bike out free of charge, and I'd be happy to end the 50, 50 grams around here. I can take all their stuff and their bike, all that, if they want to take a car back and forth. I'll do that free of charge. So anybody in the neighborhood, if they can get me the stuff, be happy to haul it out and back. So cool. Awesome. Sweet. Thank you, Way to Joel. go, Joel. Yeah, you bet. Uh, moving on to the provisionals. So there's a lot to this this year because how it works is you have to qualify, you qualify out of the 450 class, the 600 class, the 750, and the open class. We take the top 30%. After this year, it is going to, that number is going to change also. But this year is kind of different because out of our open class, we're only taking three. All of them, two of the guys, James Green and Chris Chartier, have already used their provisional license up, so they can't reply. It's a one-and-done deal. You get it for two years. Right. Uh, you know, like Anthony Angus. He's on his first year of his provisional, so he's got one year left. Yep. And, yep. you know, we got guys out of the 450 class the same way that will, will not be eligible. Wyatt LaFleur, um, A.J. Ingus, James Green, Steve Kane, and Chris Chartier. They they can't possess a license because they've already used their two years of eligibility up. Right. So yep. okay. just so everybody knows that it's only good for two years. And once it's used up, you can't use it over again. But how how about going full pro from that point? Well, you got guys this year now, uh, like Wyatt Lafleur. Um, I'm just speaking on if you've used up your provisional, are you just done? You can go full pro. You can go full pro or you can go back to amateur. If you are but once you can... a provisional. Well, Yeah. They they would go on a two ride uh, two race probation again to make sure if you know if it's five sure. years from now. Yep. But their their names are kept in a database, so if they wanted to get their pro okay. license again, they could. 
Okay. So um, we don't have, and then just so everybody knows, um, if you come out of the class, like there was 55 entries in the 450 class. So it's 16.5, that's at 30%. We take the top 30%. So actually I bumped that up to 17. If it's below the 0.5, I bump down. Okay. So this, um, with that being said, out of all the classes, our first uh, in alphabetical order, Johnny Aslan, Doug Baylock, Nicholas Blue. Now, the thing with Nicholas Blue, Nicholas Blue used to be a, uh, a pro hill climber. He won the 450 class before when it was called Pro Sport. So now Nicholas Blue can come out and run on a provisional license for two years and come back into the pro ranks. Cool. Um, Dylan Brady. Jason Brown, yeah. Justin Connolly, two years ago, held a pro license, and they would run at White Rose in Freemansburg. Uh, he waited out his one year, and now he's he can get his provisional. Um, Dan Conley, Hunter Doland, Andrew Folock, or Andrew Fortner, Jeffrey Folock, Joe Naples, uh, Brett Regal, Norman Slade. Jacob Sorensen, and this guy's going to be really excited. Ryan Tebow is eligible <laughs> for provisional license. Yeah, Caden Wal Caden Walbrick and Brock Williamson. Those are your riders that are eligible. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of guys that you know. I'm going to use. Um, let's see. I got to go through the list here. Thor Rick is on his last year of eligibility. Um, Wyatt Lafleur is on his last year of eligibility. Um, James Green is out of eligibility. Steve Kane is out of eligibility. Chris Chartier is out. So, just so these guys know that they can't sign up again. But uh, right. that's yep. you know I want to congratulate these guys because we all been to that amateur scene and man, it's yeah. a bitch. And it uh, is. Um, we were at thirty percent. Um, the provisional is doing its job. For 2024, that is going to go down to 10%. The top 10% are will be eligible for a provisional license in 2024. So this will be mm -hmm. the last year of the 30%. Okay. okay. Cool. You know, you look at Bay City, you look at Devil Staircase, we were full to the brim. So Yeah. Yep. It's done um, its job, like you said, Robin. It's awesome. And hats off to all the people that made that happen. Because it's made our the American Hill Climb better. It's brought in really talented riders. It's allowed them what before was a scary deal to just shed all of your America your your amateur privileges and just jump into a different series and not be able to really go back to now you can go look at it and you can be like it's for me or it's not for me and that's awesome. That's so cool because. We want the best of the best in American Hill Climb, and we've always known that in the amateurs, there's nothing amateur about the podium people in the amateur ranks. They are, and a lot of times, more talented or as talented as the American Hill Climb riders. It's just that they don't have fun fuels and don't have cool tires, you know? <laughs> exactly. Right. And I've been, I've been trying for three years now. What I would like to see changed is that year buffer so let's say, Joel, you wanted to ride, um, you rode your pro license for 23. Yep. When, 20, when 2024 comes around, 
you don't sign up for your pro license, I'd like to see it so you could go back to the amateur nationals instead of waiting until 2025. Right. But that it's a hard sell for some reason. I don't know why. Yep. But, I mean, I, yeah. I get it. I, I, it's just, it's the bouncing back and forth. I can see, you know, cause how the nationals skip around where it's Massachusetts this year. And then next year, it's probably going to be Midwest or whatever, you know, then it's just going to be people that are just going to play that and try to jump around. And we don't want that either. You know, it's like, right. A, it's one thing where if all of a sudden my girls start wanting to ride and they want to go to nationals, well, I'm, I'm probably just going to go with my girls. I'm either going to make the decision of either mechanican or look out super senior class. Here I come, you know, that's, that's going to be my decision. So, um, well, but that, yeah. I like the way it is right now, Rob, I think it's really good. And I, I haven't heard anybody really complain about it. I mean, yeah, everybody wishes that they could just go to nationals and ride American Hill Climb. I think that it's good. And we have enough right. interest and support that we need to keep it separate. But, um, you know, I, I like the way it is right now. It's just my opinion, allegedly. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just I, I, like, I like the way it is. <laughs> this, this, whole, this whole provisional thing, it's cool. Like, I was reading posts at lunch today, and, you know, Dylan Brady, he qualified for his provisional license. Bam, he put out a post, and he said he made his goal at qualifying for his provisional license. And hell yeah, dude, like hats off because to do that, to get in the top 16 of that 450 class, you were throwing heaters down to do that and you've earned the right. And I love that, that they earned it. You know, like if I want to go to the great American, I just sign up. I don't have to earn a damn thing. And I think it means something that you got to earn a spot to go to devils and, and if you want to yeah. dance with the devil, you got to earn it, you know? And it's like, I, I love that, you know? It's like, it, it's cool. It, it's more, it's, it's, it just puts more weight to it. I think that's really neat. Yeah. 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 I agree. But I, it is time to cut it back. We went to that 30%. When I, when that was implemented, we went to 30%. And I thought that was a good number. We thought that was a good number to have. Right. And it's, I think it's, it's time to cut it back now because right. we have an influx. I was looking at the results. Jim O'Connell sent me the results um, from the, this year's. There's a lot of guys there that were riding on a provisional or had been on a past provisional. Yeah, I bet you that I bet you there was 25 guys there that were past pros or provisional riders. So right. you know, it's did its job. And right. so, uh, with that being said, uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, one other thing. Yeah, um, uh, we're in talks about. 2024 um, myself and Carrie will be going to Florida there's going to be some cool surprises coming in 2024 um, it's going to blow everybody out of the water I think and uh, Joel yes at a select American hill climb rounds east and west there will be one class added but it will not come out of the purse money it will come out of their series money it's going to be pretty cool it's gonna Ooh, be cool. okay, wow. oh. okay, damn, that's big news. So, that's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, we're we're striving to make this the best, and um, you guys, when we go to the Devil Staircase, you guys will be able to see portions of the new hill that will be West Coast style hill at the Devil Staircase. Great! Um, I think you're, I think you're gonna like it. So it's can't uh, wait. Everything's nice. Everything's working. That's that's awesome. And, 
And I've got you guys all beat about getting roosted because I'm the only one that had to get stitches in the groin area. (laughs) 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 All right, you win. You win. You win. You win. (laughs) Who was it? Who was it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Don't say names. Get some swag. Jack Jack Mason Jr. owes me. Okay. All right. All right. right. (laughs) That lady in the ambulance, when she was wrapping me up, she couldn't believe how short my stature was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think. But anyway. All right. Thanks, Rob. And, uh, <laughs> please, please pass it up to your brethren in American Hill Climb West that I am in full approval of the Idaho Nitro Nationals uh, uh, logo being a dirt bike oh. with a potato on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I, I already love Idaho, but when they put a dirt bike on a potato as their logo, let's go. Like, it's I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching that one. All right, okay. <laughs> thank, All right. thank you guys, and have a great show. Yep. Thanks, thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Hey, Appreciate it. See you, dude. All right. Later, bud. See ya. Bye. Oh, man. Oh, boy. That's cool. Man, and I was wondering that. There is a lot of provisional riders that were competing at Nationals, and that just goes to show that that sucker's working, man. I mean, that's yeah. pretty freaking cool. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, They're taming it down, though. I, yeah. I got to agree with that. Um, it just adds a little more clout to the situation i feel like and you know right. more notoriety so right i'm down with that um yeah. i uh i don't know if todd's up for it or if we should hold this or not but i didn't write intros today but i did make a little game show do you guys want to compete against uso climbing in a little quick game show or no we can give it a shot i'm feeling Toddy, pretty dumb right now but let's Todd, are you okay for a little game show here yeah we could try it out all right, so here's how it's going to go. <laughs> so it's Cowboy and Colby and you are pitting against each other, okay? And there's no penalty for guessing wrong, but I'm going to read a question, and then if you want to answer, you say your name. So, like, when I read the question, at, at any point, if someone says their name, I stop reading, and you get a chance to answer. If it's correct, you get a point. If you're wrong, the other two can buzz in or listen to the rest of the question. And then if they get it right or wrong, and so on and so on. You get it, Todd? Yep. All right. So the name of this game is What's Older? Okay? You got it? What's Older? All right? Some of them are dirt bike. Some of them aren't. All right? So what's older, Fox or KTM? Colby. Colby? Fox. Damn it. I knew it. What's older? <laughs> There's only one that like, buzzed in, guys. Here you go, Cowboy. I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cowboy's on the board. All right. going to be a trick question. Nope. Yeah, no. So Fox was 1974 and KTM was 1934. So that's of pretty course. cool. Yep. Damn it. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. What's older? Niagara Falls? Or the Grand Canyon? Colby. Oh, he's quick on the buzzer. Go for it, Colby. <laughs> Grand Canyon. He's on the board. Nitro Pilot's on the board. All right. Uh, 
Uh, Niagara Falls is 12,000 years old, and the Grand Canyon, 70 million. So, I mean, that was Jeez. not even close, <laughs> not right? Not even close. <laughs> All right, here's one for you. What's older, Harley Davidson or the first John Deere tractor? Colby. Cowboy. Colby's Colby first. John Deere. Damn it. Cowboy. Todd. Harley Davidson. Todd. I got oh. given it to Todd. Todd. I scared ah. Todd. Give it to Todd. All right. Todd, Har- Todd what are you saying? Okay, yes, Harley. So, Harley Davidson, yeah. 1903, and the first John Deere tractor was in 1918. What now, the hell? That's insane. John, John Deere started with a plow in 1837, but they didn't make a tractor until 1918. So it was well, a little bit of a trick question. There was a twist there. I said tractor. I said, what was the first tractor? So I did say that. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Next. What's older? CR500, KX500. Colby. Colby. Todd. <laughs> Todd's next. If Colby misses. Colby. Uh, CR. <laughs> Todd. Damn it. K- KX. KX was 1983. Yeah, 83. And CR was 1993. Colby, wow. you're, you're quick on the buzzer, but that's all that's no, all you got. That's all you got to be in there to win it, man. What was that, CR Todd? 500 was 80, 80, CR 500 was 84. Well, I think that KX was that was wasn't a, I think that was a four. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I, I I just googled it, so that, that you're all right. That is, I was wrong, but yeah, they were four eighty yeah. to eighty four, and then they yeah. became the five hundred. I was wrong, but yeah, yeah you're right. KX, okay, KX is one year older. Thank you for being. Thank you for knowing that because I was going to get a lot of hate mail otherwise. <laughs> four eighty <laughs> doesn't count as a five hundred. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. So uh, Todd's leading with two, and it's tied at second with one. So here we are. Damn it. Uh, all right. So what? What's older, Monster Energy or Rockstar Energy? Colby. Cowboy. Todd. Cowboys first. <laughs> Rockstar. Ding, 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 ding. Rockstar. Good job, Cowboy. Rockstar was 2001 and Monster was 2002. So very, very close. All right. Uh, what's older, Sharks or Trees? Colby. Cowboy. Todd. <laughs> Cowboy was first. Trees. Sharks are f- oh shit. Colby was next. <laughs> well, there's only two answers. I'm gonna go sharks for five hundred. <laughs> ding ding ding. Can you believe it? Sharks are freaking older than trees. Is that you nuts? don't have to give that one to me? You cheated. No, but that's uh, all. I there's some flaws in this game. I'm already seeing it with four yeah, people yeah, here. I, so yeah, I, I, yeah, this isn't really working. Like I was the hoping, first but. person gets it wrong, the second person chime in, kind yeah. of gets the answer. Yeah, yeah I, right. I, I would say whenever Colby chimes in, make sure you say your name right after him because you got 50 50 is gonna get it wrong. I couldn't believe that though. That a freaking shark is older than a tree. I mean, that's yeah, nuts, that's right? That's crazy. That crazy. All right. Yeah, I would have got that wrong. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. Uh, all right, what's older? Bell helmets or Simpson helmets? Todd. Todd was first. Uh, Simpson. Ding, 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 ding. Simpson, 1950. Bell, 1954. 
Todd takes the lead with Ooh. three. Damn All it. right. I don't think there's any coming back from this one. What's older? Okay, this one's pretty interesting. What's older? Oxford University or the start of the Inca Empire? Colby. Colby? Uh, Oxford. <laughs> Oxford started in the year 1101, and the Inca Empire started in the year 1200. Is that nuts? Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Wow. There, was a, there was a damn university in the UK, and that was just the start of the Inca Empire in down in you know Can or uh, the Cancun area, or whatever. That's crazy. That was for triple points, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, right now we have Colby with three, Todd with three, and Cowboy with two. It's kind of anybody's game here. So we got two more questions. Next question. What's older, Kawasaki motorcycles or Todd? Suzu- <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't even say the second one, but go for it, Todd. That's the only way you can beat me. Kawas- <laughs> Kawasaki. <laughs> uh, would you guys oh, hear the second question? <laughs> What's the second one? I think there, I think there's a delay because I'm I'm saying it before I hear the other guys say their name. Oh, okay, <laughs> you're, it, you're doing great. All right, Colby, what's your guess? Suzuki. Damn it, you got it. Suzuki yeah. motorcycles. Suzuki started in 1955, and Kawasaki's first bike was in 1962. Wow! Wow! Yeah. All right, so Colby has. Four. Todd has three and Cowboy has two. So, Cowboy, you're out of this, bud. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> you're done. So, right here, what we're going to do, you don't get to guess, Cowboy, but we're going to do this. Just make it for triple points so Cowboy can still win. Nah, I ain't worried about it. <laughs> okay. Let's let's do this. We're triple points. Okay. <laughs> and this is, you're going to have to each give me a specific deal. I'll tell you. Oh, no. But you ring in and you get the first guess. Got me? So whoever rings in gets the first guess, second gets the second guess, third gets the third guess, okay? Uh, okay. Is this kind Got of it? like the most American foods? It, very similar. <laughs> yeah. You're catching okay. on. You're, okay. you're catching on. Okay. okay, so what 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 was the date, month, and year of the first AMA Supercross race? Can I use my phone? No. <laughs> <laughs> Was that? Are you ringing in? <laughs> yes, he's ringing in. If you're gonna guess for specifics, I'm out. That's fine. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be closest too. That's why you're gonna guess. So you get to guess first. Okay. So this is, this, think of like the price is right. And year. You can. You're gonna go. You're gonna go one dollar, and Todd's gonna go two, and you're gonna throw something. Okay. This is basically what we're doing. So give me the month and the year. Oh man, this is gonna be tough. But give me the month and the year. You got to ring in to guess who guessed first, and then whoever rings in second guesses second. I haven't heard anybody ring in yet. All right, Colby. <clears throat> Colby, what's the month Cowboy. and the year? I'm going to go 71 of July. Okay, Cowboy. In January of 76. Okay. Oh, it's super cross. Damn it. Todd? Uh... January of 75. 
Ding, 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 ding. It was in March 9th in Daytona, Florida in 1974. So Todd, triple points, comes from behind. Why did wow. I say that? Congratulations, Todd. Way to go, Todd. With, with the delay and everything, he, he knows what's older. <laughs> I think that delays, delays bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> See, I knew it. This all started. This all started today because I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast with Post Malone, and they were talking about how sharks were older than trees. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me! And then Post Malone said, I don't know what kind of shark came up out of the water and made a tree. <laughs> and Joe's like, I don't think it worked that way. He's like, they're just older than trees. I don't think a shark made a tree. <laughs> I, was just, I was just dying laughing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, there's got to be some what's older stuff for the old Nitro and Mud, too. So dang it. thanks for playing along, Todd. Yeah, it all worked yeah, out because we always like our guests to win. So that was all staged. Yeah. Just so everyone oh, knows. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I need to get better at these game shows. That's kind of fun. Who thinks Supercross started in July? That's just ridiculous. Obviously, yeah. I was joking. Yeah. Well, it was me. I mean, you weren't far off. It was, it was, it was March, right? That's not far off. Yeah. I just think it's funny that it started at Daytona. And it's like, yeah, that's I the, the least. First one was like Angel Stadium or something. Yeah. That's like the least Supercross place is Daytona now, you know, and that was where it all started. So, and well, isn't that where. Didn't NASCAR start there too? No. No? I thought they were like on the beach there or something, or was that California? Well, they used to be on the beach there, but like NASCAR they started at started Dale Earnhardt. In backwoods, or and backwoods in North Carolina and West Virginia and shit. Okay. Well, yeah, Dale's backyard. Yeah. That's not the last thing or the first thing that I got wrong, so excuse me on that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was an awesome recap from Nationals, Todd. Just thanks for all your information. And, man, loving the videos I've been seeing. You just killed it and getting the media for that. That was really cool. And um, yeah, just we're an extension of the riders and the fans. Thank you for all that you do at US Hill Climbing. It's just been so fun this year. You've just been crushing it. It's just awesome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm still I'm still fr- pretty far behind as far as putting class videos up from the different events I was going to. I, I still have some gunstock ones to put up, but I'm just trying to mix it up and try to catch up on everything. And I got a little bit of time before White Rose. I can probably catch up on a lot of this stuff that a lot of the places I went. Yeah. But I'll put up, you know, when the winning runs from the Nationals, I'll be putting those up a few a day or something, and, and then I'll start – making the class videos from the nationals too. And the, a lot of the kids uh, this weekend were asking me if to put their classes up first. So I'll, I think I'll do that. Put like fifties <laughs> yeah. and 65s up, but they were asking. So I'll, I'll put theirs up first. Put it up cool. first. Cause you know, they're going to go to school yep. and jump on the computer. And say, Hey, oh, look yeah. at this. Look at this. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're the biggest fans. That's awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Exciting news from Rob, too, about the little 50 grams going to Devils yeah. again. And, man, those mm-hmm. Stasic bikes are expensive. Like, that's a, one hell of a prize. That's really cool. You know, so. Devil, Devil Staircase hits it out. He, they really do with that. They do. That whole, that. Allowing those kids to come and stuff and, yeah. and do that. That's just awesome. Such a I was thinking about and Last year, those kids were just having a ball, man. Yeah. They all got you know, brand new gear and were just, ah, they were loving man. it. 
I'm thinking yeah. a few weeks before or something, if we can work it out. I know he's so busy, but I would love to have that Kevin Looney back on oh, yeah. just to talk because, yeah. man, is that guy. I love when he said, hey, if we're going to throw a party, we're going to throw the best effing party in America. And he don't screw around with it. I mean, they go for it. The Dayton Motorcycle Club does not miss. Like, they, they just they, – they go for it, and they hit it out yeah. of the park. It's so fun. Yeah. To, be Last year was a smash hit, man. That was so yes. fun. It is so cool. And this year will be just as good. And then next year being <sighs> the national championship race. Wow. Damn. That's the perfect spot for it. Man, that's going to be awesome. Ooh. Pro national championship. Yeah, race. Pro national, pro national championship. championship. Yeah. yeah. yeah man, that's that's going to awesome. be epic. The East West shootout. Mm. Man. Damn, am I excited for that? I am too. That's going to be a hell. It's going to be a hell of a weekend, man. Yeah, it's oh, cool. Wow, it'd be a long weekend for all yeah. of us. Whew. Well, I'm this... just excited to watch Joe Shipman do grass drags. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know he will. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, well, this weekend coming up, it's going to be the big hill jam out at Josh Hill's house. And uh, man, bummed this year not to be going. I'm uh, Excited to hear about it, and I'm excited to hear what's going on. I hear the hill might be different this year. Have you yeah. seen much stuff from there, Todd, from the Big Hill Jam? I've seen a, a few clips on Instagram. Okay. Well, I'd, yeah, I'd like to go to that, bad. too, but one of these days I will. Yeah, it's a yeah. really cool event. I don't know if the hill climb is the pinnacle of it because they have, like, a really big – pit bike race and i mean damn when you got ronnie mack throwing whips i mean it's <laughs> kind of hard to be the star of the stage when you got those guys there but it's yeah. pretty cool that to be a part of it and i just think it's so freaking cool that with the hill family and all the success they had last year and i mean who didn't love watching those guys race that they still put on the big hill jam this year and uh, hats off to them i i know just I don't know them at all, but just from being a part of it and seeing them, Josh, that guy just loves dirt bikes. And I think he really enjoys the racing aspect of hill climbing. And it's really mm -hmm. cool that they, that they put this on. And I'm just so bummed that just wasn't in the cards this year for me to do the moto climb series. I wanted to do the, the uh, American hill climb West instead. And uh, it was a, a big gut punch to not go to that event. Cause man, it's just a, uh, it's a really, really special event. It's really cool. I agree. That's a really cool event. One of the ones I'd like to make to at some point. Mm -hmm. So we got, we got that coming up. So we will get a recap for that next week. But I think now we should spend a little bit of time to talk about former guests of the show and the king of the hill climbers, Earl Bowlby, passing away. Yeah, damn it. On Saturday afternoon. Rest at, in peace, Earl Bowlby. Yeah, all right. At 90 years old. Wow which, you know, that's just, well, not quite, he didn't make 90 yet. October 27th, 1933 is when he was born. Hmm. Wow. That's a full life, though. That is a full life. That's a full mm. full go at it. He had a yep. good one. Yeah. And get this, guys. Yep. Earl didn't turn pro till he was 32 years old in 1966. Wow. That's cool. That's awesome. And he won his first national title in 1968 and his last national title in 1990. Jeez. So he won a total of 10 national titles when he can only ride one class at a time. Yeah. Wow. Unreal. 
day. And the the biggest kicker is Earl won over eighty races in his career. Huh. Eighty times wow. he was on the top step of the podium. That's wow. incredible. In wow. a thirty-five year hill climbing career. Man. So I mean, I I don't really see that being a record that's going to get beat by anybody. Well, it's tough when you only got six rounds for one. Yeah, I mean now they're you know it's totally different, but still, I just races in a year, so it's going to be a tough record to beat. Especially the eighty, the eighty wins. That's that's crazy. The eighty wins and. Man, ten times in one to win in one class, ten times. I'm that's going to be a hard yeah. one to beat too. I think. I'd like to see the stats where guys are sitting right now between John Logan and Jay. I with one yeah. class. I, I know Jay's what seven times, but that's in multiple different classes as well. Yeah, yeah. And John and has eleven in multiple. John spread classes. out, but I don't know how many he's gotten just one class. Like how far off we are from getting to that record again for one class? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Where's really Robin? Cool. You need him. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but really cool cowboy that you had him and you and Colby had him on the podcast, and he's immortalized forever through yep. you guys. And yeah. I encourage you guys to go back and listen to him. And I remember when I listened, just amazing how good he was at recanting things, and yeah. you could just even when he was. You know, older on in life, you could see he still had the passion and yeah. remember so many things about it. And uh, damn, I mean, for me, like, I just want to get everything out of my life. I don't ever want to have regrets at not doing things or wishing I would have did this when I was younger or whatever. And I just never met the man, but I feel like he got it all. And good for you, dude, if you did. And I sure yeah. hope you felt that way at your end that that you just got every damn thing you wanted out of life. That's just awesome, you know. Well, I, I think yeah. he did. I think he lived the full full life and he loved every minute of it and he loved the sport of hill climbing yeah like yep. you could call him up and ask him to come to race and he'd show up that's cool man like i did a thing a couple of years ago where we had at white rose honoring the past champions and stuff and called her all up and asked if he'd be able to make it and he said yep i'll be there <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so he you know drove in by himself at you know wow. in his 80s and Came That's watched the hill climb and hung out with everybody. It was pretty fun. That's, That's super great. Cool. Oh man, yeah, that was a fun episode we did with him, Brandon. It was it was a yeah. weird one for us. I mean, it was on the old technology, and however, I can't remember why or what, but well, it was he wasn't able to hear me. To a, he didn't have access to a computer, so we were on a phone call. Yeah, he wasn't able to hear through. me, so I had to relay my questions to yeah. Brandon to answer him or ask them and stuff. It was it was tough to get through, but. It worked out good. It was fun. Yeah. And yeah, such a rad dude, man. Yeah, he was he was an awesome person. Mm-hmm. And he helped a lot of people get, you know, going in hill climbing and helped a lot of people out. I know, you know, Carrie Peterson is probably one of his biggest fans. He helped carry out early on. And Earl was probably one of the first hill climbers to run both coasts because he would go out to California and race and he raced at the Widowmaker and that's crazy. Went everywhere. Helped, He's the OG those, machine. Helped a lot of those guys out get on Nitro and figure out the West Coast guys, get them set up on faster machines and huh. stuff like that. He was the OG machine, yep, traveling all over. 
Wow. That's awesome. That's so. Uh, He's also uh, the only person hill climb to ever win the triple crown of hill climbing, which we'll never get again because we don't race in Canada anymore. But that was winning the overall points title, the Invitational of Muskegon, Michigan, and the Canadian National Championship in the wow. same year. <sighs> That's insane. Yeah. And when they had that, that Canadian race, they would race Devil Staircase on Sunday and they would drive to Canada. To race the next day what from the devil's staircase or or the next weekend or something it would be like yeah the next day that's back to back or something out for the old times were saying it was like you know they race once and then haul ass to canada for a race and i don't remember what exactly it was but cowboy you know, canada is really not I'm, that I'm, far from devil's staircase it's closer uh, than yeah. you are to devil's staircase i'm running <laughs> off on you though cowboy i don't know if it was the next day i gotta think that you know I, it might not <laughs> be the next day yeah I, mean, yeah I know they would race in west virginia one day and then york the next day but yeah they yeah. weren't they weren't yeah. leaving in ohio and setting the crews at 82 on their freeway they were going about 47 <laughs> miles an hour back and forth at that time yeah. you know yeah i could be wrong you could You're right, be though. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not that far. But a legend. I mean, man, we lost a legend, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Hall of Famer. AMA Oof. Hall of Famer. Wow. Man. Oh, yeah. Did you get the facts, Cowboy? Now you're, you're going to tell me it's like an hour and 42 minutes from no, Dayton to the Canadian border or whatever. I see you over there Googling. Let's see how far it. I should see how far it is. Let's see how far it is. Go from Dayton, Ohio, to Wilberforce, Ontario. Let me find Google. Someone's quicker than me. Get it before I do. Bet. <laughs> so, Todd, we were talking beforehand. What's the next U.S. hill climbing event? Was it that you're that you're for sure going to be going to. I know you've been going all over. Yeah, I'm going to go to White Rose. I think that's the next one. Awesome. Very cool. Yep. And I'll have and a then... little break to get caught up on some content that i got to put up. Okay, cool. Are you doing the rest of the American Hill Climb East series? or? Of course he freezes uh, at the very end. I don't know. Maybe... There we go. He's thinking. He was yeah. thinking. He wasn't thinking. Maybe, maybe I'll go he to that one He was thinking. He was thinking. Yeah. thinking. Okay. All right. All right. How 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 long do you think it takes to get from Dayton, Ohio, to Wilberforce, Ontario, Canada? I'm gonna say eight and a half hours. Colby. Uh, ten. Todd. Twelve. Hmm. Nine hours and eight minutes. Man, I'm so close. Five hundred and seventy-nine miles. Yeah, but Joel's Googling it, too, so... <laughs> Come on, over, dude. I can't see your hands. <laughs> Prove I don't even, I don't even know how to Google. It's right here. <laughs> okay, yeah, I can see it on there. I don't know how to Google. I was wrong. How do you get all these questions for these <laughs> game shows? Huh? Well, I just made them up, and obviously I was wrong on the one because Todd called me out on it. <laughs> yeah. I just asked questions. Yeah. I, I missed on that one. I asked questions <laughs> I knew that you you two wouldn't know. <laughs> oh man! Oh well, yeah, dang! I don't know, boys. I feel like we've done our job. I 
I think we should touch back on Earl and maybe have a little bit more. When we have some more time yeah. this winter, we could kind of reminisce on him and maybe uh, we were talking about maybe re-releasing that episode at some point and maybe that could, that could be a good time or when we need a week to kind of cool our jets, we could kind of re-edit that, that <clears> episode <throat> with Earl so people could hear a legend and be kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, I actually think that I might release that episode before this show comes out, so that might be up Okay, sometime this week have it out maybe for the for the funeral and stuff on august 10th so yeah all right that'd be cool that way maybe the family can can play that at the funeral or whatever they want to do i gotta talk to the family so okay oh boy but i think they would enjoy that yeah that's some pressure right there bro yeah (laughs) but it'd be nice to get one of earl got his memoirs finished he was writing a book about his life what? Oh dang! Wow. I wonder if he got it done. That would be cool if he got it all together and into like words. That would Holy be cool. Cow. And he was super organized. He had everything down. You could ask him what gearing he ran at what hill and what year, and he'd be able to tell you. He had all those notes written down and in papers on desk in his house. And huh. wow, very well organized man. Huh. Well, it, it had terrible. to be if you're the machine in his time frame. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did it in El Camino, not a yeah, exactly. And with no GPS or credit yeah. card or cash and carry, and you, you better have the right tools to fix what you break. Yep. And he did. He carried it all in a little what you carry on toolbox. Wow. And I asked Carrie Peterson when he went to California and a widowmaker, did he take something bigger than El Camino? He said, nope, showed up in the El Camino. Wow. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a man driving El Camino across the country. I mean, yeah. it does kind of fit, though. I mean, that was the transit van of its day, right? It kind of, yeah. I mean, yeah, horsepower and good mileage. I mean, what else did you yeah. have? You didn't have any other good options. I mean, if you know you're going to go mean, from coast to coast several times, you don't want to get you know, four yeah. miles to the gallon. You didn't have the creature comforts that we have now, though. So No. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah. All right. No, I think it's good. Let's let some folks get out of here and let's end the show on on that note with rest in peace, Earl. And yeah, roll this thing out of here, boys. You got anything else before we go? Just want to thank Todd again. Thanks, buddy. I mean, man, so awesome. Everything you do, so fun that we got to see great uh, content from the Nationals. Really appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yep. Thanks, Todd. Yeah, Keep up the hard work. And the good work, and get those videos out for those kids. They can show their friends in school, because you know they're all oh, chomping yeah. at the bit to show all their buddies. Yeah, I'm, I, they're waiting right now. I bet they are. <laughs> they are waiting for it. You know they want it. <laughs> all right, guys. Till next week. Peace out. Peace. Not even a whole Later. shot. Later. What are you Googling, Joel?